The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus spoke this parable to the disciples. The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. When he went out about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace, and he said to them, You also go into the vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. When he went out again about noon and about three o'clock, he did the same. And about five o'clock, he went out and found others standing around. And he said to them, Why are you standing here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You also go into the vineyard. When the evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, Call the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and then going to the first. When those hired about five o'clock came, each of them received the usual daily wage. Now when the first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received the usual daily wage. And when they received it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us, who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last the same as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I am generous? So the last will be first, and the first will be last. The Gospel of the Lord. Today's Gospel is one of many parables about the kingdom. And we learn about the nature of the kingdom by how the king is described. And here, the king is described as exceedingly generous. He is a landowner, and on a historical reading of this parable, God, being the landowner who owns everything, went out early after the fall of Adam and Eve and began to call humanity into his kingdom. We hear it immediately after the fall where he gathers Adam and Eve and the serpent and says to the serpent, I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your seed and hers. He will crush your head, you will strike his heel. That's the good news. Later on in Genesis, very early, God calls Abraham into his vineyard and invites him to labor. Now he gives him many promises, the promise of the land, an inheritance, many, many descendants, and great blessings, and Abraham comes into the vineyard. Not satisfied with just that, he then calls Isaac, and then Jacob. Many centuries later, Moses, and then many centuries after that, David, and the prophets, and on and on, God keeps going back into the marketplace and calls people into his vineyard to labor for the kingdom. He's never satisfied. And when things get very desperate, he actually sends 
the second person of the Trinity, to take on our flesh, Jesus Christ, to go physically into the marketplace and to call the absolute least, those who no one wanted, the sinners, the tax collectors, the prostitutes, Jesus befriended, had a meal with them. And once they were his friends and trusted him, he invited them into his kingdom, into his vineyard. And they joyfully came. That's the Gentiles. That describes the nature of the kingdom and the king. Now, what's the application to us? Most of us here today are cradle Catholics, which means we were called very early. And what a blessing to come right into the kingdom, which is what baptism does, and receive the grace of God. And we have been laboring in the vineyard, depending on our particular vocation. So many of you, because you are a spouse, a parent, labored in that particular field, brought up your children as best you can, and you suffered and you sacrificed, and now you bring all of that into this great banquet and offer these sacrifices in union with Christ's sacrifice to the Father. And you continue to pray and intercede for those who are still not yet in the kingdom. It's a wonderful opportunity for us to continue to labor and to pray and to go out and invite like Jesus did, like God did, like God does. And not only to imitate the landowner, but to rejoice, even when someone comes in very, very late. Even a deathbed conversion should be greatly rejoiced, even though that person may have squandered a lot of their life. God, through his generous grace, continues to invite. There's actually a parable in the New Testament to describe this, it's the parable of the prodigal son, and it's the older brother who refused to rejoice when the father allowed the son who had squandered all the inheritance, who came back and gave him the ring, sandals on his feet, sacrificed the fatted cow, and had a great celebration, and the older brother refused to come in. May that not be us ever. May we rejoice and always be ready to labor. It's the saints, actually, who give us the best examples, many of whom came in late. For example, St. Augustine squandered many years, and he writes about this in his Confessions, where he led a profligate life, but he was miserable, and he finally met St. Ambrose, and St. Ambrose called him into the vineyard and explained the gospel in a way that Augustine could understand. And Augustine came in late, and yet he was so prodigious in his writings and in his work. In fact, in the Confessions, he laments about how late it was that he came in. He says, Late have I loved you, O beauty, ever ancient, ever new. Late have I loved you. So we should never give up on anyone, but continue to invite and rejoice when converts come into the church, no matter where they come from or how late. And let us continue to pray and labor be like the landowner, always going to the marketplace, always inviting, always befriending.